This is The Furnace with John Burton. It is time to start scaring visitors away from the church. You know, in America, the, uh, you know, the, the whole church growth thing is focused, in fact, it's dependent on drawing in visitors. And because the idea is that we need to, we need to grow, we need more people, and, uh, you know, and that's, you know, and the visitors is kind of where that comes from. And, you know, look at the whole church growth movement and strategies and models, and it's all about bringing in extra people. Um, you know, but if you are a revival-minded church, a revival-focused church, which is a New Testament church, that's what it is, uh, you can't do that. Uh, because the focus of revival has nothing to do, I'm talking about the foundational focus of revival, has nothing to do with visitors, with the lost, with church growth, at all. The foundational focus of revival is has everything to do with awakening the church, with introducing the fire of the Holy Spirit into the church, uh, bringing that shaking into the church. And so, you know, you look at the upper room back in Acts chapter 2, the lost weren't there, right? Uh, in fact, marginal Christians were repelled by the upper room. So the so the the upper room strategy or the revival strategy is to gather the remnant together and to contend in the place of prayer until the fire of the Holy Spirit pours out. And so what happens is churches swap uh, Ichabod for Kabod. You know, they swap that reality where the glory of God is not in the church, it's departed. And to the word, now it's kabod, where the glory of the church fill, or the the uh, uh, the glory of God fills the church. You know, so we need to. You know, I wrote an article on this, and it was a very popular article in Charisma. And I thought I would just kind of highlight this again. You can go to my site, Burton.tv. Just do a search. The title of this is "It's Time to Start Scaring Visitors Away from Our Churches." Or do a Google Google search. The uh, the charisma article will pop up there. But you know, many pastors they're working hard to attract the wrong crowd on Sundays, and that result is an Ichabod church. You know, so so we need to see the fire of the Holy Spirit pour out. I encourage you to get my book, The Coming Church, where I deal with this issue very very directly. We need to see a church environment. Where the visitors, when they do show up, they are absolutely shaken by what they see. We don't need any more of this this relational connection stuff. And I'm not saying it's never, there's never an opportunity to connect relationally with the lost. I'm not saying that. But I'm talking about the pursuit of revival and how we're structuring our churches. Our, our church services are believe, they're believers' meetings. They are not supposed to be evangelistic. Our church services are believer, our believers' gatherings. They are to be upper room ministries. So Sunday mornings should be an upper room experience to where the fire of the Holy Spirit is falling, where there is tongues filling the atmosphere, there's groans filling the atmosphere. You know, signs and wonders where God is moving, where where there's repentance and holiness and you know that's what we're looking for on a Sunday morning not not 
some sort of a, 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 a tepid, watered-down, low-key low place where visitors can feel comfortable. And, I've, and Even if it was an evangelistic service, even if it was, I've never understood that strategy. What are you doing by lowering the bar and making it comfortable for the lost to come in and giving them some sort of secular... Uh, some sort of familiar environment. What what are you doing? What are you introducing them to? You know, we wonder why our churches are dead because we're introducing people to dead churches. That's how they get. That's how they, quote unquote, meet God in a dead in- environment. But we need to bring visitors into this into the shock and the awe of the glory of God. You know, we need to bring them into atmospheres that are that that are filled with the fire of the Holy Spirit. You know, I, back many many years ago, I was a youth pastor, and we would have these Holy Ghost meetings. It's all we knew how to do. And I had this this amazing uh, young guy, and he said, "Hey, John, I want to bring. I got friends on the football team in the high school. I want to bring them. They're going to come. They'll come. But I can't bring them to this. I can't bring them to where people are just laid out." all over the place and they're just sloshed and the fire of God's hitting them and they're trembling and crying out and praying in tongues and all this. I can't bring them to this kind of environment. So do you think we could have kind of a, maybe maybe just like a cookout or a bonfire or, or something, pizza party, something that I could bring them to and kind of, kind of introduce them at a kind of a less freaky, um, you know, place. And I'm, and I just smiled because his heart was awesome. And I challenged him. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I am not going. I am not going to risk introducing them to God in such a way that He's dead or dormant, to where there's no supernatural fire. I'm not going to give them the idea. I'm not going to give them the idea that God is some sort of naturally familiar entity. I'm not going to do that. I want their first experience with God to be in a place of supernatural fire, where they are they are blown up by His presence. That's what I want. So I challenged him, bring him. And he did. And every single one of those football players got saved that night. And so what are we doing in our churches today? Why are we disinviting the Holy Spirit? We're asking him to take a break so the visitors can feel comfortable. I would much rather God feels comfortable in our churches. We need to scare the visitors away. We absolutely do. And because most visitors are not going to be interested in God as we know Him in Acts chapter 2. And so when we invite them in at a lower level and they and they assimilate, we've got this false idea that somehow they know God and our church is growing and now they're in a good place when in reality they don't know God at all or very often. And so we need to bring them in at the hottest level. We need to turn that thermostat up as high as it will go. You know, my favorite saying is I refuse to tone down the activity of the Holy Spirit out of respect of those less hungry. I'm not going to do it. If we want to see, if we want to bring the visitors in, bring them in. But let them be absolutely rocked in an environment that is so unfamiliar and uncomfortable, driven by an invisible God, that they have one or two choices, either run out the door or run to the altar. That's what we need to see. So we need, we need to go ahead and scare the visitors away. You know, Acts 2, 12 and 13, and all were amazed and perplexed, saying, 
to one another, what, what does this mean? But others were mocking, saying they are filled with new wine. We need our visitors. We need the world. We need those in secular society to, to be so shocked by what's happening that they say stuff like that. You know, when naturally minded people walk into a furnace of intercession, a, a place that's electric with supernatural activity, they should be radically unsettled. Yet so many church assimilation teams today attempt to make the environment as familiar and comfortable as possible. You know, pastors even, for churches that have pre-service prayer, which isn't many, they'll hide it in some back room because they don't want to make the, the, the visitors uncomfortable. You know, they don't want visitors kind of walking in a little early and seeing this crazy wild prayer and tongues and all this stuff going on in the sanctuary. So he kind of hides prayer uh, you know, maybe just embarrassed about it a little bit in a back room. So we're kind of embarrassed about connecting with God at a heart level, praying in the spirit. We're kind of embarrassed and uh, uh, we don't want visitors to see that. Don't want them to see that. They, we want them to see our coffee shop. We do want that. We want them to, we, we really do. We want them to see our visitor assimilation team they want, they want, we want that. We want them to see kind of the greeters who shake their hand. We definitely want them to see the, uh, the new visitor, uh, uh, form that they fill out, you know, so we can get the, get in touch with them. Uh, so we can convince them to come back to our church. We definitely want them to see that, but we don't want them to see the fire of the Holy spirit in the place of intercession. And so the church has a problem and it really disgusts me that this happens in churches all over the nation. So, what do you think? I would love to hear what you have to say about this. Yeah, I believe it. It is time to scare the visitors away from the church. And it's time for us to contend for earth-rattling revival. Thank you for listening to The Furnace with John Burton. You can access media, read articles, and partner with the ministry online at burton.tv. And by all means, share this podcast with those who are hungry for revival, reformation, and revolution.